Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan, and with me is Luke. yippee yo It is that time of the year, isn't it? It is. It's time <laughs> I, to die hard. I, I guess so. Not according to you, though. We've established no. this. I love that movie. It's just not that time of year for that movie. Not a Christmas movie for according me. to Luke. It is acceptable for me, but I, I find a lot of things acceptable during this time of year. It's a good movie, so it's hard to argue. That's true. It's it the is. Batmans that I have a problem with. Batman Returns. Any any Batman I <laughs> movie. I mean, it's snowing in Dark Knight Rises, but I don't know. People say anything's a Christmas movie these days, Jordan. I don't know. You doing all right today? I'm doing good. Feeling good? I'm doing the thing. I'm feeling great. So I finally got around. It's good. To uh, the old sleeping. Oh no! And I'm feeling great. Definitely not that, (laughs) but almost as good. The the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Oh, I've been wanting to do that. Had it? uh, Sorry, I went yesterday. It's still like sold out every time you go. Well, I mean, first time I went, I I did go on uh, here in town. Yeah, I went a few weeks ago. I had a day off, and I was like, I'm going to go at 11. It's not going to be too crazy. This is going to be my whole day. <laughs> I plan this out. I'm going to wait in line if I have to. Yeah, but I Camp went. out like Black Friday. Yeah, no, not quite. I didn't go all out. I just <laughs> I drove there, and I went to the drive-thru, and I was turned away. They were sold out. They were gone. They said, not for you. They said, not for you. <laughs> and so I went yesterday, and uh, there was a long line. There was a long really? line. I'm not going to lie. It was 2 o'clock. Wow. 2 o'clock in the afternoon after lunch. Are you kidding me? So I, w- I waited in line. That's crazy to me. And yes, I heard people ordering it, and they were not turning people away. And so I just I That'd had That'd be the it. worst if they then turned you away oh after gosh. you heard that. Uh, we just ran out. Uh, the guy in front of you, can I have a chicken sandwich? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we have plenty. You, can I have a chicken sandwich? Absolutely not. <laughs> Get out of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been pretty upsetting, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. It's very good. I will say yeah. it's very good. It's Chick Fil A. I like it better than Chick Fil A. Oh, personally. fighting words. I mean, so here's the thing with it. I mean, it's more crunchy. It's all a lot more crunch to it. And it's got also a lot more chicken to it. So Chick Fil A does not specialize in crunch. No, no, it's not their thing. Even their chicken strips, their 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 tenders, and their yep. all that stuff. They're not very crunchy. Yep. I like crunchy. That Popeyes is has that down. Uh, with their yeah. with all their chicken, it's all very crunchy. But it's. Not I wish like, Popeyes was more New Orleans. Yeah, you know? like it had more. Like spice they're only to it. a hint of New Orleans. You see, they I have, wish they have proper jambalaya for one thing. Yeah, right. I they love just have jambalaya, their, their beans and rice. Yeah, <laughs> sad excuse for jambalaya. Yeah, but I think their meat to to crunch ratio is good. You know how you sometimes get something fried and it's like all breaded, and there's like where you're like, where's the freaking meat? Like sometimes you'll get like. Where's the beef? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the beef? Exactly. Where's the chicken? The freaking ease. <laughs> Woody's reference. <laughs> yeah. Popeye should just say, where's the chicken? But like, so I feel like Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich, usually the entire chicken filet fits within the confines true. of the bread. But it's with true. Popeye's, it, it protrudes outside of the, it's a substantial. Ex- extrudes. Yeah. Extrudes. I, yeah. It's a substantial piece of meat. There's no denying that. And it's quite I mean, true. I don't know about the Popeye's because I've never even seen one, but. Yeah, I mean you're it, right about the Chick Fil A. Yeah, it, you know I like Chick Fil A. I'm a I'm a fan. Chick Fil A sandwich, very good. It's Popeyes, hard not to be. I like the Popeyes one better. Surprise. I have to say, I mean it's just because there's not really that many like chicken places that are doing the same thing. Like yeah. we have Zaxby's here, and that's mm-hmm. I mean it's significantly different what they do. It's all based off their strip. 
Yeah, it's really just they have like the three strip, four strip. Like that's kind of what you get when you go yeah. there. Yeah, sometimes they put like, them all on sandwich or something. Yeah, like KFC, it's like they just their quality is so low. So it's, it's like Popeyes low. and Chick Fil A. I feel like are kind of the two that are kind of competing for the more quality. What's the other place that opened up recently that I just think is absolutely terrible? PDQ. Is it? No, I love no. PDQ. Okay. But I, like I feel PDQ like PDQ too. is more like the sit down like version of those places. <laughs> a little more classy. Five star, for sure. <laughs> um, what well, is it? Is, oh, right, right Jangles. Archer Road, yeah. That like that place, it sounds like something I would really enjoy. Yeah. But man, every time I've been in there, just the people clearly don't care about making like good food. No. Because it is dry and dry as a bone. It is very small sizes mm-hmm. and the quality is it's it's bad in every way that something can be bad. I agree. I mean, I like their uh, bowberry biscuits and their sort of little uh, <laughs> dessert biscuits. That's but what I always hear when I say that they're so bad. Yeah, but they, they are so bad. <laughs> they are, but they have one good thing because um, yeah. like their biscuits are dry and their chicken is dry. Yeah, it's very very bad. But Popeyes very it's the perfect good. storm. <laughs> Not good. Yeah, it's everything you don't <laughs> want in a chicken sandwich. I'm excited. I want to try it. Try it out. Three ninety nine. You can, I would say, okay, so Amber, she got the spicy chicken while well, I just got the normal one. Yeah. I would say next time I'm getting the spicy because it's not, it doesn't seem like it's super spicy overboard where it's like the the spicy chicken over it. It's a uh, mild spice. Yeah. It's a mild spice. We're like the one at Chick-fil-A. It sounds is delicious. Very spicy. It is, man. It'll blow you up. Like I want some spice, but my goodness, every time I get that thing, I'm like sucking my whole drink down as soon as I take my first yeah, bite. It can kill a man. But <laughs> that might be a little overblown. It's depending on the man. But just know. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of men dying. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Popeyes one won't do that to you. It I seems, didn't even know they had a spicy one, actually. Yeah, it, it really just seems like they just put their Cajun sauce on it mm. instead of the mayo. Because in the normal one, it's just the mayo and pickles. And the, There's something about just the word Cajun that just makes me want to get eat whatever it is. It does sound really good, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know why. I just I like that spice flavor so much. It's just like, wait, it's Cajun. Exactly. It's then, a light I, then it's for spice. me. <laughs> it's like a, a certain type of spice, but also it's like you know a little bit hot. It's not super hot. Yeah. You know, but really good. Uh, I would mm. recommend that one. Delicious. Anyways, let's eat. <laughs> we're gonna Forget end this the show. podcast, and I'm going to. Uh, but decades I, top chicken sandwiches right now. I, Here we go. We went back for lunch today. That's the thing. I went on my own. They still had some. Yeah, I went oh. on my own yesterday and got one for at two o'clock. But I went after a church. At like, it's, is it all the way over on the east side? It's on is Main it? Street. Yeah. So it's not most places Main I Street. go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. Front yeah. Of Publix, most places um, that I go like towns. Yeah, it's pretty far from you. It's. Yeah. Way out of the way. Yeah. And it's a bad location. It's one of those places where you turn into it, you have to make it Yui just to go into yeah. the place right. Or you have to break some laws to yeah. get into it. It's a really tight parking lot. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot, if they're busy, like if you go there at like five o'clock on a, on a weekday, you're going to see like a, the drive through line, like stretch out into the road, into wow. the main road. And so it's the worst. So many of these like towns that we go to have multiple, multiple pop-ups. I know. But we only have this one that's in the very inconvenient location. It's funny how like the things that we wish, like my wife loves Target and we only have one. And then you go to other other cities and there's like two or three or four. And it's like, yeah. what? Are you kidding me? We have one and a half, Luke. And nobody even like thinks about it. That's That's true. That is true. Weird, though. But that, the half one, yeah, it doesn't have a lot of stuff. Talk about inconvenient to go and to. And it's like, yeah, it's incredibly hard to park and get into. 
Yeah, we have like this mini Target. And we have the Chick-fil-A that I probably will never go to in my entire life. Yeah. Unless I walk there from my home. (laughs) In our town, there's like this little strip where there's like a few restaurants and a couple stores. the university area. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's for the college kids. But like there's just a parking garage for it. It's all just right on the side of the road. It's just, I don't even know if I'm allowed in that parking garage. <laughs> I don't dare go in there. I think you are for some of the places. I'm like, sure you are, but I'm scared. I've been to that Target <laughs> once, but yeah, it's a mini Target. Yeah, you know, we have two. It's a cool store. It is cool. It, it's it's unique and it's interesting. But They've it, done well with the small space. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. They have like a little bit of everything. Yeah. So it's, it is pretty neat, but yeah, inconvenient. So anyways, uh, this is going to be a long <laughs> episode, I guess, because we already have a awful lot about chicken sandwiches and Target. We'll so try to condense. We'll try. <laughs> but what have you been uh, watching or playing? I've been watching playing a lot. We've uh, gone a long time since our recording. Yeah. yeah probably the biggest one. I mean, I saw some brand new movies that I was excited about, but probably the biggest one for me personally was I beat the Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign. Ooh. Okay. And I actually beat it on Hardened. We were talking about last week trying to like challenge yourself. And yeah. you were talking about setting your your hard setting a little bit higher in uh, it was Assassin's Creed yeah. Odyssey. And so I went ahead and did that in Call of Duty. And <clears throat> I had a very different experience from you. It was it was actually perfect for oh, me. That's so good. It was not overwhelming like it was. I mean, I don't blame you. It's not like a knock on your talents. It's <laughs> My just Assassin's Creed Odyssey <laughs> skills. It's just like I think also it's different because you haven't played those games in a while. Yeah. And the gameplay's a little different than the games you typically play. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts I'm playing on critical, so and yeah. you you aren't as familiar with Assassin's Creed anyways because yeah, it's just right. like you haven't played much of it. Not only has it been a while, but you haven't played much of that type of game in a while. And uh, for me, Call of Duty is just right in the vein of everything mm-hmm. I pretty much always play. I I play too many shooters, honestly. It's like <laughs> almost everything I play is either a first-person shooter or a first-person shooter RPG. <laughs> so, yeah, or yeah. maybe a third-person shooter like Red Dead or something every once in a while. Um, but it is a really good campaign. It is a campaign... Honestly, I haven't played several of the campaigns in the last couple games. You know, I'd pick them up. Like, I think the one with like Kevin Spacey, I, I was playing. I, th- I think that was Infinite. Infinite? Yeah, I think it was, it was Infinite. Infinite. And I just kind of stopped because I just it was kind of goofy. It was like uh-huh. they were talking about futuristic robotics and you know suits that you put on the. And I just I just felt like I didn't care at all. And this this does what I really enjoy call of duty doing what modern warfare what call of duty for modern warfare mm-hmm. and call of duty for modern warfare one or two three two and three did as well they address things ripped straight out of the news that could happen you know it could happen not only in military situations but could happen to us and the big theme of it was terrorism you know yeah. i mean that's i think in our present day world, that is the concern, you know, militarily and even like in our lives, like it, it's a little scary with as many shootings as there has been. It's like scary mm-hmm. that something like that could happen. And there's several levels and situations in the game that are just, honestly, they're just scary. I don't know. There's no other way to explain them. They're just, I, I hesitate to say it, but they are fun to play, but they're also, yeah. they're also scary because they're so real to life you see things like vegas and you see what happened in london at the ariana grande show and it's just it's scary (laughs) 
Yeah. And this game, it looks absolutely incredible. It mm-hmm. is the best looking game I've ever played. Oh, wow. It looks amazing. Like, I, I can't say enough. It looks like you're watching a episode of Cops. It is insane. <laughs> the There's one scene where you're invading a house that the terrorists have set up and you're going floor to floor with night vision goggles on and shooting people in rooms, just like, you know, if you were going after Bin Laden or something. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I, I literally can't tell it's not real. It, <laughs> I'm going on and on, but I, I can't say enough about how incredible it looks. If you aren't ever going to play the game, I at least suggest that you go to YouTube and watch the videos of some of the gameplay because it's it's incredible because it's the cutscenes look amazing, but the, also that's actual gameplay. Yeah. You know where I'm going room to room, and it's incredible. <laughs> it looks really good, and it certainly gets me excited about the future consoles. If this is, you know, I think we've yeah. we've pushed we've pushed our way to here at the end of this console where I think we must be pushing the last yeah. molecule out of what these <laughs> CPUs and GPUs can do to you know graphics wise. So, so just yeah. where where the future is is just it's almost unimaginable what they're going to be able to do you know yeah. with this console and God even knows the next console after this the next one so it's really exciting it was a good story it was uh, compact I think it was maybe eight or nine hours worth of playing and yeah I think it was organized well you're going after a guy and there's there's actually a couple storylines that kind of flow together at the end. So you go between, I can't remember if it was two or three different people, but then they end up merging together in the same fire team at the end. And it's really cool how they did that. So I, I don't know if it holds up to me as well as I think I'm always torn between Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3. I think both of those campaigns were just amazing. Yeah. Modern Warfare 1 was really good, but. I think Modern Warfare 2 just took that and like really stepped it up. And then Modern Warfare 3 did a great job of just summing up the whole story. But this is, man, it's such a refreshing, like, breath of fresh air for this series. It goes back to so much of what Modern Warfare was before, but just going in a new direction. Also, of course, keeping with uh, Colonel, Lieutenant... Everybody's yelling at me right now. Whatever his name is, Soap. <laughs> Soap is the, uh, yeah, the guy that heads up the fire team. Okay, so, so we're right back there where with like the two and three. And this is actually a prequel for. Okay. I think the first one. So all right. So. They they kind of they show like the main. You know, this is <laughs> we're getting in spoiler territory at the moment, but they show a character in Modern Warfare. The first, the original <laughs> Modern Warfare yeah. in this game. So I, I think it was just, it's it's events leading up to what happens in that game. Okay. So, yeah, it does tie in. It sounds like a pretty good move. I mean, because, like, they, they, I think they felt like they were getting too far. You know, where you're at to the point where everyone can fly and has, like, <laughs> nanobite shields and stuff like that. All this crazy stuff. And then they yep. went back to World War II and they were like, okay, maybe that's too far. Let's just do what we did best or yeah. whatever. So, yeah, that sounds like a yeah, it, good strategic move. Yeah, it's just, it did what I, what I think so many gamers and especially first-person shooter gamers loved about Call of Duty. It's what brought... It's what brought me over from Halo to start playing Call of Duty, and it, yeah. it's the reason I didn't get into Battlefield as much. I 
you know, I enjoy Battlefield. I think they're great games, but they just don't do the realism as well as really the modern warfares. I mean, people really enjoy Black Ops, and I think it's fine, but Modern Warfare, it just is like, man, this is like what I hear from friends of mine who are in the Marines, you know? Like, mm. it's just... It's, it's just, it's so grounded, I guess is the best way of putting it. Um, anyways, I'll move on. It's a great campaign. Awesome. <laughs> and it's it's been a fun multiplayer. Uh, the Mandalorian, you know, I've been staying current with that. I don't, I didn't, don't think I watched Fridays. I haven't seen Fridays yet either. Because so. we've been out of the house, so we've been gone. Episode six, so we're not, but, I, we haven't seen episode <clears throat> six yet, basically. And then there's two yeah, episodes after that. I think that, five but. was the last one I watched. So. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, what can you say? It's great. Baby Yoda. It's great. Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good review to me. <laughs> um, one that's like bittersweet is Silicon Valley has now ended and the season finale. Unfortunately, it only went seven episodes. I was hoping it would go at least 10, but they had the finale last week and it's sad, man. <laughs> like, is that I, it? I really enjoyed the show. Yeah. Se- series finale. Series finale. Okay. Wow. Right. Yeah. So. I really enjoyed it. It just one of the things that that show did so well was it ripped things out of the headlines of tech news and put it right into the show and made fun of it mm-hmm. in a way that's like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Oh, that's funny. And then they also made good jokes off of it. So I think it's something that a general audience would enjoy. But I also think that people who enjoy technology <laughs> would really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, okay. People who pay attention to tech news like I do. So just it's sad to see it go but it's a great show i think i think through all the all the seasons it stayed good i i you know there's typically those shows like we were even talking about the office where it really dipped but i feel like silicon valley was good from the beginning and was always good that's cool i will miss it did it like conclude the satisfying conclusion you think like when it it was all right okay i it was an interesting interesting twist they put on the end but was it an ending where it seemed like they knew it was going to be the ending? That's you know, you know what I mean. Where it's not like I, I don't know if I'd say that. Okay, yeah, that's, that's it. Felt a little bit like it was like, well, we need to wrap this up. Okay, which is which is sad because I I think it did do well, and I think it it'll leave a a place that isn't filled by another show. So. So you think they were like maybe mid-season or something like that, and they were like, okay, this is it. Uh, or do you think maybe I don't know about that. They started the season or something like that. It, it felt like the season was shorter than it could have been. Okay. That's how Fringe did it when they were like, okay, we were going to cancel you, but we'll give you one last season. And yeah. they just had to like really quickly wrap it up. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's hard to tell. You know, endings are hard. So yeah, they are. <laughs> it's hard to know how much is them being pushed by, you know, execs to end it, up, end it or... That's just what they wanted to do all yeah. along. But it ended abruptly, I will say. Okay. <laughs> um, won't You Be My Neighbor? We all went and saw that. Oh. Uh, my wife and my parents, we all went. And that's a really good movie. It's yeah. <laughs> a great movie. It's incredibly emotional, and it really makes you think. And it really makes you just think about a lot of things in your life. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a call your family after the movie kind of thing. <laughs> it's like... What should I be doing better with my life? Yeah. <laughs> like, especially relationship-wise. So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, it is two thumbs up for me. It's, it's a movie that should be seen, especially as like a Christmas movie, like with the family. I think it's, it, it, it is it is intense in parts where, you know, I, 
I don't know, maybe you don't want to go see it with your family because it's so emotionally intense, but Mm -hmm. I think it does tell a good story. And I think above all that, it tells a good lesson. You know, it inspires you to try to be a better person. And that's what, that's like, I've told you one of my criteria for like what a movie should do. It should like tell a good story that like helps you as a person. And I think, you know, that's what I think a wonderful life does. And I think this movie does that very well as well. Definitely. I, I completely agree. Definitely edifying in a lot of, a lot of many ways, but yeah, hundred percent. Um, the movie we saw together was last Christmas. Oh, right. <laughs> it's been a little while since we saw it, but I think this is one where I might be a little different than you, in okay. my opinion on this. Let's do it. I, I actually thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was mm-hmm. much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Okay, it's so very I'm goofy, <laughs> but, uh, I think that's kind of what most Christmas movies are. So I forgive it for its goofiness and I enjoy it. I think it's worth seeing as a Christmas movie. <laughs> that This is a movie I was 100% ready to give that sort of like uh, recommendation for until the ending. There, I'm not going <laughs> to spoil this movie, but there is a twist. I will say that. There is a twist and I thought it was really dumb. Like I was literally laughing. I wasn't like... Like, at that point, I was like, I'm kind of done with this movie. There was only, like, ten minutes left of it. And at that point, I was like, I'm done with this movie. <laughs> it didn't, like, make me mad or anything like that. It didn't, like, make me fold my arms and grumble at it. I was like, what? Because <laughs> this is a really light light movie. And so it's not a lot there to really challenge you or whatever. Yeah. It's a very lighthearted, you know, Christmas movie. But there's just kind of like, it's a rom-com kind of deal. But I thought the ending was just, it was unexpected. I'll give it that. <laughs> but, oh boy. But yeah, it, it's, it's it's a harmless as far as the Christmas movie. Yeah. There's some laughs in it, for sure. And I like those main characters, like the actors, you know. It's like, I like, gosh, uh, Amelia Clark. Right. I think she's good. I think she's actually really well suited for these kind of movies too. She can do serious, like we saw in Game of Thrones, but she can also do this like kind of comedy kind of thing. And I actually like to see her in comedies too. No, it's not just a romantic yeah. comedy, but if it was a straight up comedy, I'd mm-hmm. be down for that. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, did, it just didn't bother me as much. Yeah, I <laughs> was literally all. laughing in the theater, not like a jerk. I'm not like or anything like that, but I'm just like <laughs> chuckling to myself, not in like a pompous kind of way. But I just thought it was so crazy and unbelievable. Oh my gosh, I almost recommend it just so I could have more people to talk about that ending with. I think just the Christmas movie part makes me more forgiving. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm, I'm, I know what you mean. I'm a real easy lay when it comes to these Christmas kind of things. I will accept them many things. But you would agree if it, if it didn't do that, you, you would have thought it was pretty good. Literally, last 10 minutes, I was like, what? It's very very kind-hearted. You know, there's yeah. a, lot, a lot of that, especially at the end. Yeah, it's got some Christmas spirit in it. It's it's yeah. it's, it's not, nothing wrong to say about in the movie or anything like that. And there's some funny jokes I laughed at, some funny characters here and there. But yeah, it literally was just the ending where I was just like, and I'm turning on the movie. <laughs> I liked how George Michael was a prominent part of that movie. Uh-huh. I enjoyed the music for yeah, sure. it was. <laughs> I've been listening to the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend that. <laughs> Uh, last thing that I can remember, there's probably more, but Jumanji, the next level, we saw that and definitely recommend that. Oh, it was, awesome. It was a great follow up to what I thought was a solid, you know, first Jumanji. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the original Jumanji. <laughs> so 
I think they, you know, they take it in a very different direction with both of these movies than the original, obviously. But, you know, it's, I think it's a good Jumanji for the next generation kind of thing. And this, I would say what they have said in a lot of the like advertising, how they like take it to the next level. It's probably appropriate. I would say that's what they do, but it's, it's a, it's a lot of funny funniness. It's, you know, that's what I would say. Most of the enjoyment is about. It's just, it's funny and silly. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely recommend. Cool. I haven't gotten to it yet, but yeah, definitely it's on my list of movies. Good piece of entertainment. Cool. (laughs) That all you got? Probably not, but go ahead. All right, man. I just got a long list. I'm just going to, I'm not going to go through everything. I'm not going to talk about everything. I'm just going to rattle a lot of stuff off because I have just Christmas binging. Christmas, it's here. (laughs) But there's a couple of non Christmas stuff here. I saw, I've been watching Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's the CW big crossover. This is like the biggest one. This is like their Infinity War or whatever, where there's like, we have more characters than ever. We're going to pull them on in. And I haven't watched an episode of uh, the CW Hero Universe stuff in, like, years. I'm about three seasons or more behind in Arrow and Flash. I've only seen one episode of Supergirl. I haven't seen any episodes of Batwoman or Black Lightning. I've been falling off that train for a long time. But they brought a bunch of other characters in, and I just got to see it. I got to see the spectacle of it all. But, yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm watching it. It's I definitely don't have that Oh man, I what have I been missing? I definitely don't have that. I'm there's a lot of what they're doing this while watching it. And who's that? Like there's a lot of. I watched it with a buddy for the first episode, and we had a lot of just laughing and just comments. But that being said, there's some fun moments in it. They, yeah, they'll bring in like there's a few lot of references. It's reference. How is the acting? Um, uh, some is it some of it's very bad some of it's just regular bad (laughs) some of it's passable and some of it's okay some of it's pretty good um they brought in the one things i will reference they they brought in uh the superman from superman returns uh which is oh yeah so i remember seeing that in the news yeah he's already in the show he's plays the atom but they're going to all these different universes and so they go to the universe where superman returns takes place and so it's Really cool, actually, to kind of see that character and then, like, confirm that it is that super... Like, they reference his son. They're, they're up on a lot of this yeah. lore. They'll, have, they'll, like, bring in the score to, like, the animated series. They brought in Kevin Conroy, who's the voice of the animated Batman from the animated series, and he plays, like, a worn-down Bruce. They bring in the one of the ones I really liked. I actually genuinely like the scene, not just, ah, it's that thing, is when they brought in the... Um, the guy who, uh, what's uh, I forget his name, but he's uh, Clark Kent from Smallville. Mm. They bring him in. It's really just one scene where they like bring him in for a cameo, and he's like a settled down Superman. It's actually I'm like, oh, he actually did some decent acting there, which is wasn't bad. It was charming. How does that work when there's two Superman? Dude, in this like, entire thing, there's probably like three. So like time moving. Or? It's different universes. They go to like it's like the multiverse, and so like oh, this universe has okay. him as Superman. This universe yeah. has so it's like the CW universe. They already have their Superman, the one who's in the Supergirl. Like worlds universe. that exist in the same time, but different places. Yeah, or? it's like this. This universe is different in this way. This universe is different in that way. Comics do this crap 
all the time. And so it's a very comic booky thing. It's actually the Christ on Infinite Earth. That's a comic line. It has some similarities. Tom with the, Wellington. Tom Wellington. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And so yeah, it was it was heartwarming to actually see him because I, that was that it's was been a while. It's been a while. It's been so long since Superman. What's he Superman even Superman doing Superman. nowadays? Not, not too much. <laughs> I mean, he can probably live off the, what he gets from that. But yeah. uh, he came back for one scene, and I think he did good with the one scene that he was given. The, the, they get the Lois that was a uh, Lois in that show. He, she was back in there, but he has an interaction with Lex Luthor from the Supergirl universe, which I actually thought was actually good good interaction because like he's actually one of the actors who I haven't seen before. I'm like, oh, he's actually doing a decent job with this. But it's entertaining. It's stupid. Really stupid. Let me... (laughs) It's so stupid. It's not good. It isn't. Like, like I'm seeing reviews of this, like on IGN, for instance. Not to rag on them, but like... Uh, I just don't know what show they're watching. Like, I guess, like, if you're in it at that Meaning point. Meaning they're giving good reviews? Yeah, very good. <laughs> but, like, I guess I'm not, maybe I'm not being fair because a lot of times they'll, they'll let fans write the reviews, which is probably sometimes yeah. the way to go. Because if you're looking at an episode review, you probably are already in it and you're still in it. Yeah. Where me, I jumped ship a few years ago. And so it's not for Somebody who's me. not a fan probably going to rag on most things exactly. <laughs> that they're not a fan I'm of. I'm a guest and I'm being rude. But. <laughs> But for what it is, I'm enjoying it. They're gonna they're gonna follow up after the holidays with the, the final two episodes. So it's five episodes. I've watched the first three, and so fun. So it's gonna be seven well, at the end. So no, there's three episodes that I've already aired, and there's two more that are oh, okay. after the holidays. So there's five okay. in total. Gotcha. But it's dumb fun, and it's yeah, not good. But if you're a <laughs> comic book fan, it's like if you're a really big comic book fan, you kind of just gotta watch it because it's just. <laughs> They've got the freaking Robin from, like, the original um, 60s Batman Whoa. who shows up and, like, makes a joke. And they'll play How the, old is he now? He's so old. Burt Ward or whatever. <laughs> and then they're like, na 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 They're playing the freaking score behind it. I was like, I can't believe this. This is crazy. <laughs> but anyways, that's that. Um, it's literally the definition of throwing everything at the oh wall. My, oh, it is that. It's it the ultimate. It really is that. <laughs> like, for sure. Um, so, uh, okay. Big list of things to just kind of just talk about briefly. Um, I, I watched uh, the video game, uh, or the video game awards, the game awards. Sorry, it's a long. I meant to. It's I a missed long it. thing. I forgot I, it was on. Honestly, it, it was pretty good. It wasn't as good as last year, but notable. Uh, Xbox. I looked X-series. through like a bunch of highlights because I missed it. Unfortunately, that's the way to go. I think that's fine. I think uh, there's so many trailers from what I was seeing. There's a lot. I mean, some some years are better than others. It just depends on what your your uh, depends on what your taste is, and what you want. Sometimes you can think of you such a good announcement, it'll you'll write off that high. I mean, this was a big show. announcement though. There was a really big announcement. It happened quick, like really in like the first 15 minutes of the show. Yeah. They're like, you're not going to see this one coming. And I didn't know what you're talking about until a couple days ago. Oh, really? I didn't know anything about it. I hadn't heard anything. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's crazy. What do you think of that name? I hate it. Yeah, I don't like it either. <laughs> um, it's awful. They're it, continuing the terrible naming that they've been doing <laughs> for a while now. 360, one, awful. Yeah. Just I, awful. I think it's confusing. I think. And it's, then all these like S, X, like, no. Yeah. They, someone should at least like I, I think I, I think iPhone does it really bad too but yeah. at least they were doing like iPhone 5 iPhone 6 iPhone 6s iPhone 7 at like, least you get a new one every at year. least that's fine but even now like iPhones like what 10r 10s <laughs> 11r max 
Yeah, that's so confusing. So, I mean, Microsoft's just no. doing the exact same thing. Everyone's like, losing their mind. Series? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And they already have an X, too. So it's like, yeah. what in the world? It's horrible. Yeah. Just call it the Xbox. And just, like, never name what it is. Because that's one thing I do kind of like that Apple does. It's just like, this is the MacBook Pro. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, if you want to know, it's 2017. Yeah. There's no other differentiating. Just Either number it or just name it what it is, you know? Yeah. Either just name it the PlayStation or name it the PlayStation 5. In this case, just name it the Xbox and just be be done. Kind of agree. Oh, what do you think about the design? It's horrible. Yeah. I kind of like the design. I mean... It's I, not going to fit under my TV. That... I don't care about, like, the design. It's just, like, it doesn't work in my life. That's exactly right. It's impractical. Because it I looks like, like the design. fan vents on the top, too, right? Yeah, I think so. So that'll be blocked <laughs> by the shelf above it. Like, what? Yeah, there's... A, I was, like, looking in my living room, and I was, like, thinking, where would that fit behind my TV is all I could think of. And I was, like, that's... No Glue it to the it. back of the panel. No, that's the thing. Exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I love the design, but it's highly impractical. It looks great, but yeah, that's. I mean, it is smaller, a little bit. But still, I mean, but for like a shelf in an entertainment center, it would, you have to be. Like if it was like the size of the Google Home, I could accept. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a small tower, tower PC. Mm-hmm. It's like back they were trying to force you to do a tower a long time ago with like the PlayStation Two and the Xbox One. Oh, no, sorry, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. They were trying to be like, make it a tower, but everyone just freaking. <laughs> Yeah, on that's everything. what I'm hoping. The first thing I was thinking, I hope I can do that sideways. Yeah, exactly. Hope I can lay it down because <laughs> that will not fit in the thing we have now. Yeah. So frustrating. What do you think of the Hellblade 2 trailers, the, the Xbox? Insane. It looks I insane. Mean, insane. Insane. It look- Every trailer I watched, it was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, there's no way this can be real. This exact. That's what I'm th- They're like, this is in and The water like, is insane. Crap. I lost my mind. The, the full motion was one of the biggest things, too. Like, was it Hellblade? There was one of them that opened on a tree, like, wooded area. Yeah. And it's so. very windy. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Yeah. And it like, gets- everything is moving at once. That's what's crazy. Because most God. things, you know, they just can't handle that much movement at once. So mm-hmm. they just dumb it down. Yeah. But that was crazy. <laughs> to see, like, a storm, like, going through the forest. And the freaking mocap, when it gets... <laughs> right up to her face and you just see yeah. every movement they do that on purpose so like every little movement of her eyes and her mouth you should see modern crazy. warfare man because it's not far from that i'll really? be honest wow. it's the 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 facial animation is absolutely incredible that gives me more confirmation that this is yeah this is the real deal because i was wondering i was like really and when they were saying this is in engine i was like really so it's really Good. I, mean, I want to see what's in gameplay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in words, this is a cutscene. That's where, where the rubber like, meets the road. Yeah, where it's like Hellblade, it does the thing where it's like it really fuses their uh, gameplay and their cinematics together very well, and it looks seamless. But um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll but, see is the name of the game, man. It really <laughs> we is will see with name, a lot of it? stuff. But I mean, other than that, it was it was okay. I mean, Sekiro or whatever I can never say the name. Sekiro won, won uh, best game of the year, and I was kind of surprised. Surprised. Sekiro. I've never played it, so <laughs> I, I don't really have a say in that. Yeah. I, I've never played it. I only played a couple of those games. It's like hack and slash. Is that what it is? Um, it's it's the same kind of deal as uh, as a. Uh, it's like Bloodborne, but like a little quicker and more verticality. You're just hacking, man. Just Here's a lot it. of hacking. A lot of hacking. A lot of dodging. <laughs> <laughs> you hack them Hacking and trying not to die. 
All right, I promised you I'd go. I'll rattle some off, so I'm just rattling them off. Rattle. All right, so um, <laughs> before Christmas started, I watched About a Boy. I love that movie. <laughs> I freaking love that movie. Like, I haven't seen it in like several years, but I love it. It's like not a Christmas movie, but I watched it as a pre-Christmas yeah. movie because there's Christmas in it. I don't think I've watched it. It's very good. It's probably, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah. Just a, it's on Netflix, so if you want to watch it, it's great. It's just it's just a feel good sort of indie movie. It, it's you know it's but it's got a really young beast in it. I'm I don't remember his name. You know the, the guy who plays Beast and he's in uh, yeah. Mad Max. He's him as a kid with uh, Hugh Grant, which I, Hugh Grant's great in this freaking movie. It, it's just an awesome. It movie. got great reviews when it came out. Yeah, and it, it's just really good. It's a feel good little movie and just just check it out. Um, Netflix original movie Klaus. This is a Christmas yeah. movie through and through. Um, animated, which I, I think the animation is really good here. It looks like a Disney movie, like uh, like it looks like a two D hand drawn Disney movie. But what it is, it's a it's a three D animated movie, but they draw all over it, so it's like rotoscope. And but it looks fantastic. The art style is great. It's got J.K. Simmons as the titular Klaus, and uh, uh, Jason uh, Schwartzman as uh, mm-hmm. the main character. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good. It's feel good. Which is movie. Santa. <laughs> the main character. Well, Klaus is an, yeah, it's J.K. Simmons. He plays Santa Claus. Okay, um, it's an origin story of Santa Claus, but yeah, it, it's yeah, good. It's yeah. very funny. Like actually, it's quite funny. But it's this is brand too. new, right? Brand new came out this year. Yeah, uh, looks looks fantastic. I'd say check it out. Check this one out. Is who was this made by? Netflix Studio or was this? I think so because like wow, I didn't see like a Paramount or 20th Century or anything like that. It's some some studio I don't know. Wow, is that? One of the first. I mean, I, I didn't realize they were doing their own animated movies. I don't. I didn't either. But huh. whatever it is, I, I, let me know. Check it out. I, I thought they were just distributing, you know, animated movies at this point. Which they might be giving money to a smaller studio. It might be a thing that's just a studio that I don't know about. But but for it to look so good, it just yeah. Be surprised if it was a small studio. And it's one of those things where a lot of that I think <clears> is the art design because the art design is so good. I mean, it's a beautiful looking movie just yeah. through and through. No no exceptions to that but i don't know maybe take away that rotoscope kind of animation and maybe it doesn't look quite as appealing and maybe just because yeah. like kind of the way they did uh into the spider-verse maybe just because the art design of that is so good yeah. maybe that's why it looks so good but i don't know great looking i'm sure movie. it's hard to get the pixar look <laughs> yeah it is but they they do it this movie could have easily been released in theaters wow. and i don't say that a lot of times for netflix but it's a really good looking movie and it's really funny and it's got some heartwarming moments too great christmas movie Fantastic! Check nice. it out. Um, I okay. So I don't know what you're gonna if you're gonna have anything to say about this. If you've seen it, I'm interested. I've watched <laughs> the Grinch, the new no I've animated not. Grinch. Yeah. Um, my is okay. one we were not excited about. Yeah, no, I saw it and I immediately folded my arms like the Grinch and was like, no. <laughs> but uh, they do a different thing about it. It you know I I sat down and I was like, okay, maybe if I accept this as like the Grinch is like a story you can tell like the Christmas Carol, like it's just a bunch of people can take a whack at it. Maybe if, if I sit down and think about it like that, maybe I'll have an open-minded take on it. It's okay. It's not... It's probably the worst version of the movie, of The Grinch. I mean, it's not as good as the short. It's not as good as the Jim High Carrey praise. One. High <laughs> praise, sure. But honestly, it's one of those things where it's Christmas. You're looking for things to watch. You could do a lot worse than this. The animation, again, is another... This is a... 
uh, Illumination one. They're the people who do yeah. minions, which I hate. But they, the animations is very good, very appealing, very colorful, very lifelike. This looks very good. Um, fine message. They don't. It's the message of the Grinch. They don't do a. They don't like botch that. There's some funny moments. There's some heartwarming moments. It's a fine Christmas movie. If you're looking for Christmas movies to watch. Go for it. It's not as it maybe if you've if you've seen the Jim Carrey one thousand times, you're not in the mood for it. Maybe check it out. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, the Muppet Family Christmas. This is like a Christmas special. It's only on YouTube. It's literally <laughs> just a bunch of Muppets coming together and singing songs. I haven't seen that one. It's a, it's only on YouTube. That's probably why. <laughs> There's not a lot of good ways to watch it. it the Muppets are there. The, the Sesame Street cast worth shows watching. up. Yeah, it's one of those movies you put on and you just we I, I watched it while like cooking. And it's, yeah. and it's perfect, perfect for that. It's heartwarming Christmas, really. <laughs> it really is, and it's 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 got Muppets, it's got Sesame Street, it's got Fraggle Rock. They're all here to sing songs, make jokes, and that in Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas <laughs> through and through. Um, I actually do recommend it. All right, but uh, the Santa Claus Two. Uh, I said I was going to watch the Santa Claus sequels this year because I haven't seen them in so long. Uh, nah, <laughs> it's. It's whatever, yeah. but it's not great, man. It, it is... Quality dipped quickly with those movies. Yeah, like, you know that scene in Santa Claus 1 where he goes through the chimney and then, like, the fireplace yep. just forms? Yep. Yep. They do that same thing in this movie, but it looks so much worse, and this movie came out, like, seven years later. And it didn't look later. good in the first one, either. No, it didn't, but it looks way worse, <laughs> and it came out, like, seven years later. Um, Juliet Didn't from get Lost as much money, it, I guess. Yeah. For some reason... I do remember that that she was in it. Yeah. yeah, she's like she's the one who he has to like woo so yeah. he can keep being Santa Claus. <laughs> I will say there's this one thing where Tim Allen has to play like this like evil or like insane Santa Claus, this like toy version of Santa Claus, and it's so stupid. But he's having such a good time and he's being so ridiculous. It's actually kind of funny, but that's pretty much where yeah. the praise ends. It's something to watch <laughs> basically. Um, I watched a Netflix stinker. Called the night before Christmas. K N. Yep, yep. Yeah. We talked about this one. Yep. It's uh, as ridiculous as it sounds, <laughs> and as cheesy as it sounds, and it's all that. But I will say one thing: I'll ding it for the night himself isn't as fun as I'd like. He like goes into the future, and he's like, oh, a, a metal flying dragon or whatever. He's like so chill, and he's not freaking out. You know, like how yeah. like a lot of characters are like, oh my. Oh my god! You know, like freaking out because they're seeing the future before their eyes. He's very yep. chill about it. He's like, "Oh, where is this music coming from?" I'm like, "Come on, come on!" It'd be doesn't crazier. Work. Yeah. It doesn't work. He's no Thor. I will say that when he goes into the freaking Earth yeah. world, or whatever. But it's fine. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. Office Christmas Party. Oh, we we're wanting to see this one. Never saw it. I'll loan it to you. I um I got it yeah, used. We haven't seen it yet. We were just talking about this recently. Yeah, if it's not streaming anywhere, I'll loan it to you. It's fine. It's fine. It's one of it's it's exactly what it sounds like. J uh, what's it got? Jason uh God, what's his freaking name? Jason Momo. <laughs> uh Bateman? Jason Bateman, thank you. Yeah. Olivia Wa- Olivia Munn. Olivia Wa- Olivia Munn and uh one of the Olivias. Yeah, one of the Olivias. But it, it's exactly what it sounds like. T.J. Miller. Is Jennifer funny. Aniston in it? Jennifer Aniston is in it. thought so. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, that's my review of... <laughs> <laughs> Mary Happy Whatever. This is the last one I'm talking about. Huh. This is another Netflix show. This is a Christmas show. This is a thing where they have a sitcom. And uh, yeah, it is uh, a, a show. 
I mean, it's fine. It's a sitcom's live studio audience and everything. And it's just a Christmas show. It's about like eight episodes, 30 minutes each. Just about a... Just about like a, a the boyfriend coming home with his girlfriend for Christmas and meeting the family and they're uptight, you know that and kind of weird. That's pretty much it, and it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I laughed a few times for each episode, and I've only seen like three of them, so uh, whatever. But it's got what's his face in it? Who's a uh, what's his name? Poor man's Harrison Ford, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Thank you, Dennis Quaid. <laughs> He's in it. He's pretty funny. I'm sorry, Dennis Quaid. He's so mean. He's. <laughs> got his own things going on he's, he's a good actor he is a good actor i was really mean he just does ford. look a lot like he does harrison ford look and sound a lot like harrison ford and it's more have... like in the looks department it's not really the acting that's a poor man's well, harrison gr- ford no not exactly his, his acting's on it's par. just the look yeah, yeah and his voice his demeanor i'd say that they're very similar in acting chops yeah absolutely he just doesn't have as much notoriety notoriety I, he I seems say. like one that if he was given an opportunity to play a really hard character that he could, you know, maybe win some awards and excel. I agree. He might be one that's just unexplored. You know, he's wasted on like dad characters. He's exactly <laughs> you know, this character. Not, not important roles. Yeah. yeah. He's relegated. Give to Dennis Quaid like a chance in 2020. Come on. <laughs> just make, just like say, oh, you're back Han Solo. And it's yeah. him. <laughs> that would be the biggest surprise if we see the last Jedi. Dennis Quaid. And this is not the last Jedi. Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> and this is what we have. That would be a shocker. That's it. I, I know that was a lot of crap, but yeah, that's what I've been freaking watching. I've been playing a lot. <laughs> I've been watching yeah. a crap ton. <sighs> now we're talking about more watching. More watching, but it's not just through the last week. Yeah. It's through the last, through the last 10 years. Yeah. Oh, man. So... The 2010s? What are we calling this? The tens? The tennies? Because, like, after the tennies. <laughs> I like it. So, through the tennies. I mean, because, like, next year we get the 20s. Like, next decade. Yeah. We're in the 20s. That's crazy. It's crazy. Because it's like, what are we going to, like, when we're beyond the 20s of 2020, what are we going to call it? Are we going to call it the 20s? I guess so. I guess you have to really know which 20s you're talking about. I guess the 1920s will be so far away, nobody will be talking about them anymore. (laughs) I mean, who was talking about the 1820s in the 1990s, you know? Oh, man, that's so true. (laughs) I don't know. It's weird to think about. We weren't there to live through that (laughs) confusion. But anyways. Yeah, it's a transition period for sure. So I did. Oh, hey. Hey, Bethany. (laughs) How you doing? Good. You got a pizza there? What kind? Fresh hot pizza. pizza. <laughs> we didn't talk about that on this show. Did we? Oh, yeah. That was the last the Home, home Alone. My bad. So, all right. So, I don't know how we're going to do this, but I, I got a list of, uh, of years and notable movies. There's a bit of a theme going on here. But after that, we'll kind of talk about, like, our personal best and maybe worst. I don't know. But um, so it's the crazy thing is, is in the beginning of like how long ago they seem in the 2010. So yeah. 2010, we have movies like Inception. This one is right up there for me. This one's right up there with, I think, one of the best movies of the last 10 years. Uh, I agree. I was talking to some of the other people that were, were around me. I was telling them what we were doing and. Just kind of thinking about, you know, asking them what their top movies were. And I, 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 I was telling people that I think Inception's up there. I think it's, it was a good year for Christopher Nolan. Let's just say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, good, a good decade, not year. He's but, riding uh, off the eye from Dark Knight because Dark Knight came out 
a few years prior. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. 2008. Yeah. Getting some really good ones. But he uh, is established. It's a very original idea for a movie, especially mm-hmm. an action movie. It does something that I don't think any movie had really done before, and that's yeah. why I think it deserves high praise. Yeah, and, uh, and a great cast. Too. Absolutely. Um, a bit. Another quick notes: the, the How to Train Your Dragon came out. For me, that one just sounded like it was so long ago. <laughs> that was one of the ones yeah. I was like, "That really? That yeah. didn't come out in the early 2000s like that." But I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. shoot." Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which is actually probably like it's up there for me as far as movies yeah. that came out that year. But dang, yeah, 2010. That's what I have written down. Um, shoot. But, like, really crazy. We're not talking about video games and movies, but, like, this really made it sound old for me. Walking Dead premiered <laughs> that year. Wow. Red, and Red Dead Redemption 1 came out that year. Oh, my gosh. That seems so long ago. That's crazy. So it was almost 10 years between games. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about Red Dead Redemption? Because that's not the first one. No, not Red, not Red Dead Revolver. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. That crazy. First one, whatever. <laughs> Um, 2011, not not too much to bring up there. I, all I have there is Harry Potter finished because it had yeah. its last movie. That didn't seem too long though. That feels like it was yesterday when that happened. Yeah. But like that one doesn't seem like it was that long. Um, I don't really have anything else. 2011, I was like looking through the list. And I was like, not too much happened that year. As far Problem as is, I have all mine written down without the year. So, so it could have been. 2011. I'm not sure which Who ones. knows? Yeah. A big one here is 2012. This is a big year. This is what I put there. A lot freaking happened this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a big thing for to this decade is the MCU. This is when the Avengers came out. Yep. And this is just a phenomenon. I mean, that's when, like, before I remember being like, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, <laughs> Captain America, and being super excited. And everyone was like, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people were like, what's that again? But now when Avengers came out, it's like, nope, widespread. Everyone. Yeah. So, like, that's freaking huge. It changed a lot, for sure. Skyfall came out that year. Probably really when, like... Oh, man. Yeah. Such a good James Bond movie. <laughs> widely regarded as, like, one of the best. Prometheus came out that year. Dark Knight, um, Dark Knight Rises came out that year. Yeah. Um, good movie. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's just... It's tough when you're relating it to... <laughs> Such an epic movie, like The Dark Knight. They even put it in the title. They even put it in the (laughs) the name of the thing. Hunger Games came out that year, which was big. Everyone's going to forget about The Hunger Games because it ended so poorly. But I still never have seen the ending. (laughs) Probably for the best. But that's what I've heard. (laughs) Remember it in your heart, Luke. Because like, but at the time that was freaking crazy. Everyone was losing their mind over The Hunger Games at the time. But now it's like, yeah, kind of like obscurity almost. But Django Unchained. Django Unchained. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. That was, that was a, a good that was a good movie. Heck yeah. Very original. Big movie too. I was probably nominated for Oscars and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um I just realized one that I definitely wanted to mention for two thousand eleven. Well, oh, that you and I were big fans of. Drive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was a great movie. Heck yeah. <laughs> Very original as well. Just yeah. a, a good role for Ryan Gosling. Also up there for me. As far as movies are concerned. It uh, won Best Director at Cannes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then he fell. After that, Like they were like, he's going to be the big thing. Yeah. And he made this, the two of the craziest, weirded, mo- weirdest movies that I couldn't relate to in any shape or form. Freaking uh, uh, Only God Forgives and uh, mm. Neon Demon. I saw both of oh, those yeah. things. And I <laughs> kind of hated both movies. 
They're trying to be original, but oh yeah, they were trying. Just didn't work so no. hard. Drive is like it's rooted so it's it's a strange movie, but it's rooted somewhere in like a way you can kind of relate to and connect in a way. But like Neon Demon and uh, Only God Forgives, you're like, oh my god, he's up his own booty here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he kind of fell through. But yeah, that movie Drive, freaking stars. It doesn't always work, but you got to try. Yeah. 2013, we uh, the launch of the DCEU with Man of Steel. It's crazy. That's only one year after Dark Knight Rises. And so it's like we're getting right back into DC stuff, but now it's like they're kind of trying yeah. to establish a universe. But honestly, with Man of Steel, it was kind of a standalone. Yeah, it really was. And that's kind of the era we in, we're in now with, the dark, with, the, with DC oh, yeah. in general. Standalone movies <laughs> that are doing well, but not... Really starting a universe very well. Yeah. Um, big phenomenon movie, Frozen, came out. The first Frozen movie mm-hmm. came out in 2013. Set the animated world on fire. <laughs> um, let's see. Next year. Um, I think like what I have here, not too much for 14. Her came out in 2013. Her. Oh, man. So, like, I that didn't, was a big one. I didn't like list a lot of these indie ones, but yes, absolutely. As you come across, across them, yeah. Freaking, there's so many good, like, more uh, low-budget, low kind of low-scale kind of movies, like Drive and Her. The Wolf of Wall Street's another one from 2013. 2013? Heck, yeah. So, that was a big one. That was a big one. Uh, 14. What I have here from Gar- is Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like because like after Avengers, there was a bit of a slump where they had Iron yeah. Man three and Thor: The Dark World, and uh, after that, they were like, "Uh oh, are we gonna be able to?" Okay, yes, we are. Guardians of the Galaxy and Winter Soldier came out that same year, which I think are some of the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to go through some of these and figure out which year they are. Um, yeah, Ghost Protocol was one that we missed that came out in 2011. So oh, that was a big one. That was a good movie. This was kind of the period in which I feel like it's kind of been the trilogy of the 2010s. Just three great Mission Impossible movies, I would say. Oh, my god! Fallout, Rogue Nation, and uh, Ghost Protocol. I think those are three quality movies, and mm-hmm. they seem like they have a bright future even now. Oh, yeah. I think, like, I actually prefer the Mission Impossible movies to the uh, 007 movies. I think like, I like a 007 a lot, but... These Mission Impossible movies. They're just a fun time. So good. They have a lot more sense of humor about them, and the action is just like... They're like some of the best action movies out there. Yeah, they really are. So good. 2013, I have... No, not 13, sorry. 15, I have is like the year of like uh, franchises coming back. Because we have just Still in 2013? Oh, 15, sorry. Okay, we're moving too fast because because one of my movies of the decade is about time. It came out in two thousand thirteen. I, I think that is that is really good. I think that's probably for me the best rom com in my book. I just I love Dommel Dommel Neeson Dommel Gleason Gleason yeah. of course, and uh, it's just a great movie. Oh yeah, it's just got a good cast, and it's just I think the seven point eight that it has on IMDb is very low in that my is book. Low. I would have given that like a nine. Um, I've only seen that once, and I think I like teared up watching it. Actually, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Bill uh, Nye, I Nye. guess is the way he's said, but he's he's just so good. He's got a oh, smaller yeah. role, but he's just, of course, Rachel McAdams. Is, you know, she is what she is. I feel <laughs> She's like a Bill great Nye actress. has been the same age for like twenty I know. years. <laughs> Every movie I see him in, he looks exactly the same with that yeah. same yeah. haircut yeah. too. <laughs> It's so weird, but he has such a good voice. He's a, he's a likable guy. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, when I see him, like, there's that one movie coming out, uh, Emma, whatever, seeing the trailer, oh, yeah, uh, I, yeah. was, I stood to attention. I was yeah. like, Bill Nighy. <laughs> All right. It, it kind of seems like his character in About Time. Exactly. In Emma. <laughs> the scoffing kind of, yeah. like, really? Joking guy. Yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah always that. Uh, 2000, um, in 2015, we had Star Wars, The Force Awakens. We had a Jurassic World. We had Mad Max. We had Creed. Just a lot of like franchises that were like kind of underground just came back and made a lot of money and a lot of critical praise. And they're still making sequels to these. Actually, Mad Max will have a sequel. Jurassic World, we're getting the sequel. Creed, that's probably over actually. We just got the sequel this year, last year. I don't remember. We skipped another big one. Oh, shoot. 2014 oh. brought us Interstellar. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nolan. Nolan continues Nolan. his great decade. Yeah. <laughs> Was it last year? Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. Here. That's, that's <laughs> when that other one came out. But yeah, um, you got anything for 15? Anything else on your list that... I'm like trying to like, I oh, wish I'd wrote, written the uh, years in, but I'm having to like search each one as I'm going along, thinking like, I know that one's kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> um. Gone Girl was one that I was going to mention. That was 2014. So okay. I think that was a good movie. Heck yeah. We saw it. <laughs> Based on a book. But uh, yeah, I I didn't know the story. And I don't know. I think it was well-directed, good cinematography. Just, yeah. Overall, Absolutely. good movie. David Lynch. Super good. 2016 gave us the kind of immediate fall of the DCEU. Where it was like kind of like where everyone realized... Uh-oh. Because <laughs> that same year, Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad came out that very same year. You moved to 2016. So yeah, I'm sorry. Do you have I'm still a year behind you. <laughs> Sicario came out in 2015. <laughs> Shoot. And that's another... I, need ba- I need to backtrack or something. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't write down... Like I said, I didn't write down the year, so I'm a little behind you. But that apparently you know, was a remake off uh, another original movie, but I think it's a great <laughs> Americanized version of... I didn't know that. That movie, yeah. There's there's a movie '94, Sicario. So, but really good, great cast. Emily Blunt. I wish she had been in the sequel. Honestly, I mm. thought she was so good in the first one. She's such like a humanized role inside of this like crazy world that is, you know, this Insane task force people. that has to try to control these cartels. Rattle a couple off here. Um, on 2015, I'm backtracking here. To give you some time, got movies that like I feel like this was kind of the start. Of, oh yeah, you missed a big one that I know ooh. you want to mention. Please, please continue though. Avengers: um, Age of Ultron came was out that fifteen? Okay, that was fifteen. So three years after. Three years. That was after. a quick turnaround for an Avengers movie. It was quick because we had, well, I guess only, I guess it was the same amount of time for the next Avengers because we got the next one in two thousand eighteen. So it takes. I guess, huh. That's yeah. how long it takes. I guess, I guess. so. Huh. But yeah, I mean, I feel like we got, we got, this is only notable because I feel like this is uh, the year before we got kind of the start, sort of, of the uh, live action Disney remakes. But that kind of started this year with Cinderella. When Cinderella came out, that's when we kind of got annual, annually a Disney live action remake every year. With the, like, re- later yeah. we'd see Jungle Book, then so on and so forth and so on and so forth. And so we're here now to where we have like three a freaking year. This isn't a good thing in my book. Yeah. Even though, even though I think Cinderella is yeah. fine in the pretty good movie, actually, that it goes downhill quick. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, 
But uh, anyways, 2016, yeah, again, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, immediately 2015, you missed one, man. What? Mad Max, Fury Road. No, I said Mad Max. Oh, I, I thought you didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah, the beginning, okay. uh, the dormant franchise is coming back. Mad Max is freaking regarded as one of the biggest act. It's, this, it's like, this is weird. It's, like, it's something I don't even think about. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was nominated for Best Picture. The yep. Academy Awards. That's right. There's like Those kind of movies used to get nominated. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> it flew by. I it's remember that theaters, so yeah. vividly, yeah. Yeah, I remember like seeing it. You know that one action scene where it just goes on. It's like the biggest action scene of the movie. Well, maybe it's like the one chase where they're oh, initially yeah. trying That's to get away. A huge scene, yeah. And then like at the end of it, when it's like it's over and the sandstorm is cleared, there was like a guy behind me right when it went quiet. And he was like, <laughs> "Whew!" Like yeah. right when it was. I remember over, that. Yeah, freaking crazy. <laughs> We, we can now move into 2016. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I have some for that. What do you got for 2016? Uh, Arrival. Oh, man. I thought Arrival. that was a great sci-fi entry. Academy Award nominated, too. Yeah, and one that really felt like it flew under the radar for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. La La Land, I think, like, almost uh, marched in the resurgence of uh, live-action musicals a little bit more. I mean, we had other ones, like Lee Miz come out, but this one was... A really big one. I feel like I'll have a lot more people talking about it. Obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, it, uh, with the Academy Awards that year, <laughs> was thought to win uh, Best Picture for like five seconds until uh, it was like, oh, oh, oops, <laughs> my bad. <Yeah. laughs> Which is uh, humorous, but also kind of sad because uh, I like the movie. Um, Another great one was uh, Sing Street was 2016. Oh, man. Sing Street. Small movie that not a lot of people knew about. I think that's a Netflix movie. Is that a Netflix movie? It was on Netflix for a while. It's the the same director who did... It's uh, the Weinstein Company. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Still did, a good uh, movie, though. <laughs> yeah, but the directors, they did uh, Once... Um, and uh, they did this other movie that I didn't like as much as Once in Sing Street. The one with uh, Kira Knightley. It's kind of a similar thing. He does the same kind of movies <laughs> about musicians who are kind of like up and coming or whatever. And you're just supposed to be interested in the, the one with Orlando Boone? No. Okay. It's got like, uh, <laughs> who knows in it? Okay. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Not that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boy, uh, what, what year are we in? 2016. 16. Okay. You got anything else for 2016? Um, I don't think so. Okay. 2017. Um, what I have 17 had quite a bit. 17. It's got a lot of good movies on 17. I think that's a it's a pretty good one. Uh, I have here. It's like kind of like the resurgence of uh, horror movies are becoming uh, like a lot of mainstream horror movies came out like movies that made big bucks. Academy Award nominated horror movies like Get Out. Get Out was a big one that year. It, it was. was. Made a ton of money. Critical praise. A really good one. And uh, also It. The first It movie came out and was the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time at that time. I think that has now been surpassed by Joker. But at the time, yeah. freaking huge. Especially for just a horror movie to do those numbers. Absolutely. It was a good movie. Yeah. Um, Logan was one of the ones that I wanted to mention. Mm. That was, I think, a great... You know, super gritty drama version of a superhero movie that really humanized Wolverine, I feel like. It's kind of reminded me a little bit of what they did in the first X-Men with Wolverine. Yeah. It was so much about him, you know, in the original X-Men, and then it just ballooned into this large universe that, you know, is these movies that have crashed and burned at this point. 
I feel like we're getting into that point in and with movies like that where and it says even more like with the Joker where like movies well, I'm not one of those people who are like oh man we should get an R-rated version of Star Wars I don't want that actually but there's certain movies like this like Joker where I'm like wow they can really start to try to do new things with these properties now and like really start to yeah. take risks and see them pay off in a lot of ways and I, I think that's super cool to see like this more grounded gritty yeah. violent kind of movie and just make it and be like oh I guess it will do okay and I guess people will see it and not be super scared be like oh no the kids can't see it but it's like <laughs> dude there's so many freaking nerds like us who will just flock to the theaters and... yeah but yeah um, let's shoot. Um, Wonder Woman also came out that year. It's a weird, it's part of the up and down cycle that uh, the DCEU started to have. It's like, oh, well, DCEU sucks now. And then Wonder Woman came out, made a ton of money, and got a lot of praise. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it, it's, it's kind of so funny because then after that, it gave people hope for Justice League, which also came out that year, which, for how much money it cost, bombed at the box office and to, to not have a lot of critical love. And so, yeah, went from high, high highs to low lows yeah. in one year. So you get the whole gamut when it comes to the DCEU. <laughs> you certainly did this decade. That's for sure. Um, did you mention Civil War? I feel like... I did not. We, what was we, that? Was that a 16? 16, yeah. Oh, 16 as well. So that was one I really enjoyed. So I wanted to mention that one. It was really funny. Miniature Avengers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Avengers 2.0. Which is kind of a little 2.5. bit what Civil War or uh, Winter, Winter Soldier was as well. Yeah. That's when they kind of started to do that. And we're like, okay, we're making these movies. Now put this character yeah. in it. Especially Captain one. America. <laughs> yeah. They did that a little bit with the other movies, but especially him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else do I have here? Last Jedi came out in 2017, which is so funny. It's like just... It's crazy. <laughs> I know. It feels like it's Flown by. Yeah, I, I kept thinking. I was like, that was 2018, right? No. Oh, yeah. Years more after yeah. That. But yeah, like that movie was super divisive and it like went from like, oh my gosh, Star Wars is back to a lot of people being like, Star Wars is dead, you know? <laughs> so a lot of divisiveness over that movie. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll be talking Star Wars next week. I mean, when <laughs> I mean we've already kind of talked about <laughs> what we've thought on yeah, that subject, for sure. but. It'll be interesting to see where it lands, though, after all this controversy, to see if it, if it lands in a good place, to see if, you know, it kind of smooths out the entire yeah, thing. this is an important this, one. This is really But we're back to JJ, so yep. it'll be a different direction, I'm sure. Absolutely. You got anything for 2017? Uh, I th- was this when Rogue Nation came out? Mm, I, th- I think... I- I breezed over it. It was either 16 or 17. I think it was 16 when Rogue Nation came out. I think. Uh, 15. Wow. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it was Fallout then. Fallout, I think, was 18. Fallout was 18. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a good one. (laughs) That was a good one, too. We're still in 17? Because I think think that's all I had for 17. 18 um, gave us Infinity War. Obviously, freaking huge. Oh, I was going to mention. Did we say Ex Machina? I think that's one that people should no. be. That was fifteen, but yeah, one that I think we'd both recommend if you Heck haven't yeah. seen it. I do absolutely. Good this movie. 
a lot of those kind of movies spawned out of that this year with a lot of just like, oh, there's a cyborg. What do we do with it? Or yeah. whatever, or like, what's <laughs> going on? Can we trust it? There was a lot of movies. What a realistic take on it, too. <laughs> yeah, with such a simple effect, but done to such <laughs> success. Yeah, done it very well. Really good. Um, yeah, Infinity War, I feel like, man, this is... Like, obviously, we're going to talk about Endgame that happened just this freaking year. But, man, I think, like, honestly, as far as action movies and as far as blockbusters, Marvel just owns the theaters. I mean, that's what Scorsese's mad about, right? I mean, that Marvel just, like, dominates so heavily in a way that is pretty unprecedented. Just year after year. Yeah, but, I mean... You know, you're going to get mad at people because they're making better entertainment than you. I'm certain. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, I can understand uh-huh. how that can be a frustrating position to be in. Sure. But at the same time, you have no right to get irritated about no. the fact that somebody's creating things that people want to watch. I mean, yeah, I mean. That's uh, the name of the game when it comes to movies. What do people want to see? And that's what you need to make. Exactly. It's the people who go see movies. Not If, if you're, not, you're not filling a theater with directors. You know, you're yeah, filling exactly. with people who want to see movies. Art pieces are great, and I'm glad people are doing them, but exactly. you're not going to make a lot of money off them, and you know that. Yeah, I'm happy to watch The Irishman, but is he yeah. really expecting to make a billion dollars every yeah. year with an Irishman in the movie every year or yeah. something like that? I, and you release it straight to, you know, Netflix. <laughs> you're going to make, obviously, the agreed-upon amount, and so yeah. you're just not in the same position. Yeah, a little a little bit of a, some bitter grapes there, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> But yeah, Infinity War is what it built up to, and I think it's just a huge moment in like for everyone. It's just like so many, like so much conversation about it, you know, because we haven't. It's been to have such a build up and so many characters throughout the entire decade and plus, and then all of a sudden they vanish, and then it's like, yep. even though you might have an inkling they're coming back to end on such a note and be like, see you yep. next year. It's pr- that's pretty crazy. Thanos a- will return. <laughs> Yeah, and like he's probably one of the biggest villains of the decade with Thanos. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. DC is a high bar to try to match. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. We were, we were going to get dark side, guys. We were going to get dark side. <laughs> yeah. yeah Annihilation is another one that <sighs> came in uh, 2018 that I thought was yet again another good sci-fi entry. Mm-hmm. We saw that one together as well. We did. In theaters. Yeah, talk about a movie that's just like sci-fi, but at the same time, it's horrifying. It's almost like (laughs) it's it's almost like it's one of the more scary horror movies I've seen this year as well. But it's like it's framed as as a sci-fi movie, but it's just so it's not doesn't have a feeling of a horror movie, but it's horrifying. It's like a sci-fi enemy, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) set in a real world, in the real world. Mm. Oh right, what else do I have? Uh, Into the Spider Verse also came out that year. Which was, like, it didn't, it's weird. It, like By that year, you mean last year? <laughs> yep, that year. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> that year that just happened last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, well, it's a critically acclaimed movie, but it's like, it didn't make a giant amount of money. It didn't make yeah. Marvel money. It didn't make MCU money. Because just, like, I don't know. Like, I think, like, it was just a slow burn. I think a lot of people have come to watch it on home, home viewings and everything. But like at the time, like a lot of people, I'm sure, have watched it on Netflix at this point because it's on Netflix. But like at the time, like like I remember going to see in theaters like that opening weekend in New York. <laughs> there was like <laughs> no one there, but like a handful of comic geeks. Yeah, 
I mean, I've heard great things, but I still haven't seen it. So. I can't freaking believe it. Oh, my God. I guess, like, that'll be, like, my Breaking Bad or whatever. Like, how I have still haven't seen Breaking Bad. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But in my defense, that is an entire series. <laughs> yeah. But it's so good. Yeah. I've, I, I have heard. I have heard. All right. Got anything for 2018? I don't. I think... I've exhausted my list. It's funny, like, the more recent we've gone, the fewer things I have. Yeah, I mean, because it just happened. It's so recent in the mind, but it's, like, it's hard to even think of it as, like, something to, like, have a retrospective on. I mean, mean, there's a ton of great movies. I think, like, all in all, this decade is amazing as far as movies are concerned. There's so many There's so many we haven't mentioned as well. So many. I've seen a ton of American Sniper was one that we missed earlier that I would say is one worth Uh watching. Absolutely. And there's so many like indie movies that came out. Like, for instance, last year, Eighth Grade came out, which is a freaking great movie. It's mm-hmm. the most awkward movie I've ever seen, but it's also one of the best. <laughs> it's it's just, it's, there's so many movies. It's impossible to list them all, obviously. But. There was a big one that I think we missed that we both really enjoyed was Inside Lewin Davis. It was yep. 2013. Yeah. Did you mention that one? I didn't <laughs> no, mention okay. it. I didn't mention it. Yeah. So. I think I thought about, like, oh, I'm going to write that one down, and I just kind of forgot. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> Just tons, man. As I was like looking through the list of movies that came out year by year, I'm like, how am I gonna? <laughs> There's just so many. Yeah, there is. <laughs> but yeah, incredible. We're just hitting the highlights. Heck yeah. Well, yeah, and then there's this year, which is just another just great year of movies. I mean, we got Endgame this year, the biggest movie Ugh. of all time at the box office. So good. Blue or and like thing I didn't mention when it came to like Avengers, like that theater experience. I remember thinking, like, that rip-roaring, people going freaking crazy in the theater. I remember thinking, man, that will never happen again. But it freaking happened for Endgame. And it was just, like, the biggest gift that the MCU could have given us as far as, like, an ending. And just hearing that, like, football, like, crowd celebration (laughs) and, like, a UFC fight was going on almost. Get him! Go! 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 Oh, my God! You know, just crazy. And just so amazing. And, like, I'll just never forget that. Yeah. A lot of fun. A a great experience. Especially when you get to do it with friends. Oh, yeah. (laughs) As well as having a good theater. Yeah, be there as the Avengers ourselves. Yeah. The Avengers. I mean, it's a similar experience for me, the Star Wars, I think. You know, Mm -hmm. I felt similar way with The Force Awakens, especially. It was a great experience. We had our lightsabers in there, like Mm -hmm. a bunch of dorks, but... We enjoyed ourselves, so that's all that matters. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that—that's—that was huge for us, I and mean, it was just—it it, <laughs> had been so long, so long. It's just a weird feeling seeing that movie. I remember feeling nervous seeing that intro. Is so strange in theaters because I was so young when the prequels came out. Yeah, it's been a long. So time. it's like it's just yeah. And it's like after it was only when we saw Phantom Menace, like that was like it when we were like, oh my god, but like. After that, it was like you had the feeling of, okay, we kind of know what kind of movies we're getting. And now with the promise of something new and something of a higher caliber, which we got. Yep. Um, it's just a new thing seeing that Promise now. of a great finale now coming yeah. this year. Exactly. I mean, like this week. This week, four days. Shoot. Four days we're going Thursday, to see man. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. When you hear this, we'll be watching it. Exactly. Pretty much. I mean, well. This episode will come out like right before. Depending yeah, on when you hear about, it. Depending on when you hear it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, uh, 
Jeez. Hopefully you'll be watching it that same day you hear this. Hopefully. Then you can join us on the spoiler cast that we're going to have. So excited. So exciting. We're seeing it an RPX. Yep. We, have we seen our it? premium experience for our, our city experience yeah that, that's what it stands for R for our city ex- i mean <laughs> yeah exactly regal premium experience we're doing it man oh exciting well, that's gonna be our next episode so 1917 uh, is another one that i'm really excited about that's coming out this yes, year yes absolutely so i plan on seeing that one yeah. in rpx2 actually i want to play i'll pay the premium to see that one in rpx oh it's yeah just to, i want to see it in the Big scream, the big sound. Dunkirk was another one we missed. It's oh, kind of the that finished out the Christopher Nolan decade. It came out in seventeen, didn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. seventeen. That was one that I saw, loved, and then the RPX actually opened up, and mm. they they like did a rewind showing where that movie was actually out of theaters, but they went ahead and showed it for like a week or something. It was a short run, and I went to it, was completely alone, and the theater was very very empty, but it was awesome. Yeah. It was just such a great like first RPX experience. It was such a movie like made for that kind of theater experience. IMAX, imagine. RPX, whatever. But the sound effects are just shaking. Like every bullet that gets fired just like boom. It was so loud. The bullets are so loud they like <laughs> shake you to your core. You're like, oh my god. Probably so, exactly how it'd be if you were on that beach getting shot at. Holy freaking crap. Yeah. <laughs> So 1917 feels a lot like that. Yeah. It, it's Sam something, right? Sam Mendez. Sam Mendez. I always forget his last name. but Yeah, he did a Skyfall. He's a very Christopher Nolan-esque director in his like cinematography. I get that feeling, too. I, I mean, love it. He's uh, going for the whole thing where it's like this is very basically epic. supposed to be like a one-er, like in a one-shot thing. And, I mean, obviously and very like wide shots, like yeah. sweeping and a lot of like full motion while the action's happening in the middle of the screen. and I just love that trailer. It's such we're a good trailer. We're definitely going to do an episode on that, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because we're super It's a great trailer, it. by the way, too. Really right? good. Yeah. I feel like almost there's still a little bit of Dunkirk in that trailer with that ticking clock. There really is. Yeah. That's probably why I'm so excited, too, because I oh, love Dunkirk. <laughs> that's the way to trigger you, right? Just you hear the that's ticking right. clock, and you're like... <laughs> Wait, Hook? No. <laughs> Dunkirk? No. 1917? <laughs> Well, guys, that's our episode. This is our last episode. No, actually, no, this isn't. Star Wars is our last episode of the year, so we'll do our Christmas mm. greeting. But, yeah, hope Can't you guys wait. are having a great Christmas, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you later. Bye.